Hi there. So, at work, quite recently, I got into a bit of a pickle with one of my colleagues. Um, she's obviously overworked, but then she she's one of those narcissistic workers. And I've been getting, you know, I've been getting that a lot lately. And her, she is the, this is the snitch's friend, by the way. You know, just because she gets paid more and she's full-time and she's the, to put it, quote, supervisor alongside the uh, practice manager, you know, that doesn't need to be so condescending. She thinks she'd probably be nice and she's polite. Well, that's your way of speaking. But to me, it just rubs, it just comes off as just a bit, a bit irritating. Now, I'm not going to say I'm the best person I'm the most sociable person ever. I'm not. And like clearly I've got selective mutism. I self-diagnose myself with that. I am completely aware of these things. You know, it's my flaws. And I'm working through it. Or trying to work through it myself. And also attempt to find a therapist to speak to. Because maybe I just need to rant at some point. And also, you know, recording myself with these uh, podcasts to uh, express myself as well as writing my feelings that you know that's my out that's my output whether it's through poetry or through you know blogging any of those things I have to express myself through that or where possible through dictating uh, you know on podcast as well <clears throat> anyway I just find this whole condescending and micromanaging just outrageously annoying. And because it's, you know, there is no doubt it's very much partly down to the senior management. They're not always in. They think everything's fine and dandy when it's not. Or they may be aware that there are a lot of issues. And of course there have been a lot of issues with regards to, this, you know, the snitch and... It's caused some issues elsewhere, as I mentioned in another previous episode. And, you know, and I was accused of not being a team player because I don't do this or that. This was from that point, that horrible, atrocious, pointless meeting I had last November where I was interrogated because, you know, I apparently was not performing well in my role and you know what maybe I'm not I'm still not I'm not perfect but I make an effort I'm not good at talking to people and I really hate you know I don't like it I can't even dare to do front of house I never want to do in the big you know to begin with but I don't know why I even apply for this job in the first place oh right um actually you know what I applied for this job originally because I thought, oh, it's not so bad. I've interacted with some volunteers in my previous jobs, you know, from working at charities. It shouldn't be too bad. It's like, <clears throat> excuse me, my sore throat, bear with me. Um, You know, it's just like, I was wrong. You know, patients, these patients that come in, they think they, uh, they're above everyone. I don't care how well educated you are. If you're rude, you are rude, full stop. They think, oh, I'm paying a lot, I expect a good service. And, you know, I'm clearly not good at, you know, customer service. 
it's not my specialty. Is it specialty or speciality? Yeah. You know what I mean, I hope. So, I do my part. You know, as an introvert, I'm so tired after a long day at work, I want to go home. Very much so. Of course, I understand that my other two colleagues want to go home. That's just their way of working. I won't know if it's like a, if it's like a, a Westerner thing. It's a Westerner character. You know. And you know, I can. I try and make an effort to do what I can. And it's just kind of funny because the snitch apparently was really harsh to patients I find this laughable because when she was in the room with me last time she was all fun and friendly and polite and you know like being I'm your friend let's you know let's let's you know that's okay I can help you and so I find it hilarious that this is that there's this complete opposite react you know response this um and you know this insight from my other colleagues saying you know, she's just really mean to the patients. I just can't believe it. No, I, you know, as I said before, I'm terrible. But, you know, I try my best. If they don't like it because they're secretly racist and they're afraid of microaggressions like me, I can't do anything about that. Even if I mention this to my to my boss and the management consultant, I don't think they're going to give a damn anyway. Because apparently, you know, white people are always right. My East Asian-ness does not count. It's irrelevant. See, this is why I cannot talk about racism or any discrimination, etc. With these kinds of folk. Like, you know, I tried to explain something about one how one of the doctors was just a shady person. And of course, my colleague, you know, one colleague, she's like, I can't relate. Of course not, but that's just a shame that that happened. And, okay. You know... It's kind of difficult to have any conversation with these kinds of people because they're just too Western slash white slash Guelo, etc, etc. You know, but then again, it's kind of hard talking to anyone about racism in general. Having a simple, sensible, you know, conversation on prejudice. And regardless, you know, regardless of what the ethnicity is. And it'll be nice to just have something, some discussion about killing each other you know of course for example people want to see you know people always see you know um asians you know whether it's southeast asian or south asian and east asians versus for example black the black community or all the different asians communities battling each other out that that kind of thing and you know of course, I like it to all be harmoni- harmonious and, you know, all to put as much Vasha Sampi said, love and peace. You know, like, sorry. You know, all like, for sure, really about love and peace. And it's very tricky. If you, you know, when you're having that kind of conversation, honestly, I'm just all about business and I just, I have to, like, poker face myself more often at this job. And as much as I want to rant to some colleagues, I just. I'm already in a bit of a trouble anyway from last year with the snitch giving me hell and her friend giving me hell and her pra- the practice manager as well as the senior management gaslighting me so it's just like I really just can't trust anyone now 
it is very, very difficult. I cannot emphasize how difficult it is to just survive, really. So there's nothing I can do. It's definitely a toxic environment. And I was meant to go last year. But it was delayed. So I have to, I'm just going to calm down a bit and see what I can do. If things don't go anywhere, I'm just, well, well, I can't do much. Or maybe I'll just look for something. I don't know yet. I've just been trying to get through work as much as I can. Anyway, what's been really, you know, and what really, what I really hate is that, so this colleague, this so-called supervisor, she was just, you know, she can't be bothered to do some things and then she's saying she's just making herself trying to make us sound just as important why does it sound like i'm talking to the snitch and saying well i don't have time to do this or that because you know the doctor which i couldn't get on with she was annoying she wants this or this or that so then i had to hand over all that all that work to, to this other colleague because this other colleague is just outgoing so she can you know in Cantonese say chai with this doctor so that's what she's been doing ever since for over a year since she started working here so I would avoid that because I just couldn't handle this specific doctor's way of working and she obviously and you know this doctor also complained about how I worked as well near the beginning when I started in this job so whoopee do I thought don't have to deal with them as much Anyway, so this specific colleague, the one that's friends with the snitch, um, she was saying, no, I don't have time to do these invoices. You have to do it. I'm sorry, but no, I have a million things to do. And also she volunteered to look after another another doctor's uh, clinic. You volunteered. And I approve of that from the WhatsApp group you created. So it's on you. You took that up. You volunteered. So why, why are you moaning suddenly? That's on you. You probably didn't expect it to be that busy. Again, I'm not really that sympathetic in that way. If you brought, if you took that up, it's on you. If you can't do it, then don't do it. Besides, this other doctor that she took up, it's a shared job. So everyone does it. So I can help. Anyone else can help. The other colleagues help. She took up the most of the responsibility. That's on her. So, why are you complaining? Oh, woe is me. There's so much work. Woe is me. I'm exhausted and no one cares. I've been here since 8 o'clock or 8.30 in the morning. And I don't get home until like 7 o'clock. I don't finish at 7.30. Um, excuse me. When I started, I finished really late too. Even though I started late, I, I finished really late. And I've sometimes finished like past 8 o'clock. So, these people started later than me. They shouldn't be complaining. I'm not trying to invalidate their stress because I understand how they feel. They think I don't know what they're, they're feeling. Well, they're rubbish. Absolute rubbish. Of course I understand. But you had it easier than me. I had no one to help me. The people that were before me, they weren't helping me much. And the practice manager was on sick leave, so I had very little help. And again, this is where this, you know the management consultant was gaslighting me mostly, saying everything was, you know, indirectly saying it was all my fault, and the snitch was saying it's all my fault. I was just, you know, I'm still disgusted by the way. 
and I'm still annoyed deep down with how everything played out you know with the you know with this incident with the snitch and yeah I am trying not to break chairs or my old guitar or anything like that just trying to breathe okay anyway I I mean the colleague she did apologize for being bitchy at, for bitching at me on that Monday I was like uh, no I don't think so I am just like furious anyway so of course I know you're pissed off I get it but now it's just time to say you don't understand you think I don't understand you're an idiot then you think I don't know how these things you seem to forget I started a year before you or maybe a few months before you so you don't have the right to bitch at me like that so God. and of course you know currently I come in like once or twice a week and my main day is usually on like the last day of the working week so everyone else can work from home on that day but they just have to pick up the phones when necessary I really just hate the whole picking up the phone from home it just disrupts it just disrupts everything either way so it makes no difference even if I work in the workplace or working remotely it's still just as busy now that you have to pick up the phone calls I thought I could work from home I can have a bit more peace and privacy don't see anyone sadly now I have to pick up the calls where needed I just it's annoying I know everyone doesn't like to travel as much or commute to the workplace because it costs them money and you know you have long hours as well I suppose the management need to get an extra person to help out hopefully someone who's nothing like the snitch who's a bit more obedient loyal and reliable not being an obnoxious bitch that would be great uh i don't know it's just annoying honestly i feel i can't trust anyone at all this is like the biggest lesson i learned last year i can't say much about the new audio technicians that started recently i don't know about them i just have to keep them arms keep them at arm's length they probably, they maybe they don't care anyway because they probably get paid way more than the admin staff. But it's just kind of funny how some of these colleagues, when they see these audiologists, because they're the, you know, they're men, they're like, oh, you know, huh, human nature. They just get all, you know, I don't know, call it, not 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 tarty. They just get, they just change their attitude. It's just ridiculous, honestly. And usually, if I work with work with men. Unless they're gay, it's something else. You know. Um, usually, I just treat them like they're my brother. Thing. So the way I speak to them is like, "Hey, hi there, hello." It's like I, I, I make it a bit informal. Um, if it was an LGBT, someone from the LGBTQ community, and they weren't of the bitchy type, you know, it'd be it's okay. I don't mind. I don't mind at all. But yeah. So I'm just trying to survive. And uh, it's been more than two years. It's just been over two years since I started working in this current job. So I'm not sure what's going to happen next. And I just said politely on Monday, you know, we need a new system for everything. And then, you know, my colleague got so snappy. I mean, I would, I would as well. But she just thinks she owns everything. I thought, narcissism... narcissism such a long word 
Yeah, such a narcissism to no end. And yeah, everything's tricky when you don't have a cloud-based software or anything like that. It seems the boss is reluctant to do that. Let's just see how things go, I guess. And yeah. I just sorry. Every time I replay these things, I get so angry. Of course I'll get angry. I'm, I'm always angry. Of course I'm always angry. More, nothing less. Nothing more, nothing less. See if the boss will do anything better. I pray my eyes will probably change at this rate. Comes when, when the fellow comes to an end around September, October. I don't know how I feel about that. But I suppose since I have to pick up calls from home, I may as well just... God. I may as well just go into the workplace twice a week at least and let the Friday be my day. Oh, ridiculous. Praying for better things. Praying that I won't lose my mind even further. I'm signing off. Thank you. Have a good day. Hi there. So just regarding the previous recording I made for this post, I think what happened was the audio was didn't pick up what I said in one sentence with regards to racism and discrimination. So I just wanted to clear out that I didn't say all the ethnic minorities should discuss racism and then kill, and kill each other. That was definitely not what I meant. What I definitely wanted to say was, but I think my voice faded out, was um, it would be nice if all ethnic minorities could discuss racism and discrimination without killing each other. That was what I wanted to say. Without killing each other. You know, something harmonious. That was what I meant. Hopefully that makes more sense. So sorry if it wasn't clear in the previous recording. I also forgot to mention with regards to this job. So when I re I went for this job because I just happened to find the small advert in the paper, local paper, which is quite funny. I haven't done that for so long, and I happened to I just applied for a laugh. Um, I also wanted to get away from the job center as well because you know I never have a good experience with the job center, and the job advisors I've had so far from last year and the year before that. Um, dare I say, they were, they were just, they were definitely bullying, bullying me, very pushy, you know, just shaming me, and of course, and you know, it, I noticed this, so with some certain ethnicities, they will do this to you, because they just, because they know that you're the type of, you're the ethnic, your, your particular ethnicity is enough to be bullied, yeah, let's just say, Chinese communities, we just bow down too much, we go on with our job, and maybe it might be a good thing, but sometimes it doesn't always work out. That's why we're always robbed and beaten up. And then, of course, there's those rich students who chill off their phones and their Gucci bags, etc., etc. Those ones, yeah, no, I can't with them. I don't care how rich you are, how smart you are. Sometimes you just, you just chill off too much. It's just, you, no, 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 no. Anyway. Yeah, I just needed to get away from the job centre and to prove that I'm looking for something. Well, I had no choice. They're just kind of forcing you to go look for a job or else there's that threatening 
reaction, you know, the, that threatening attitude. They just said, if you don't get this, we're going to cut it off. We're going to cut off your benefits. I don't like claiming, but then you kind of, but then you have to. Otherwise, companies will want to know what you've been doing, and they've been job hunting, but they want to know, oh yeah, you've been on, you've been on job seekers allowance from Universal Credit. So you haven't been bumming around, you know. But it's kind of unbelievable how people can cheat the government and claim so much more money from people who actually have a job. It's just sad. The fake ones, the the cheaters, those, the ones who are legit, you know, maybe I'm, of course you have to let them off at some somehow. Yeah, you may as well just make more money being a lazy bum. Isn't that sad? Unbelievable. Well, there's that option of YouTube as well. If you don't want to work with someone, be your own boss, but it's not easy, is it? Maybe that's something I'll think about, but I don't know how that will work. How will it work to be a, a creator or something? I did study writing for a reason. <laughs> yeah. This job, and this job is the most stressful so far. It's the craziest, and I've never encountered such obnoxious, arrogant people. I've managed to evade it in my jobs, my previous jobs in the past 10 plus years. This is by far the worst one. I may have no choice but to look for something else. My parents will be angry, so be it. My health and my happiness comes first, and I am not getting that right now. And the amount of grey hair I'm getting, yeah. It got worse from this job and my previous job when I was working in a finance department for three months. Yeah, that was, uh, that was an eye-opener. I suppose that's why the management consultant hired me for this job, because of my accounts receivable experience, or very brief experience. Yeah. Not much I can do at the moment. Just have to pray and keep working what what I can do what I can at the moment. Very hard to trust people. It really is. Just it just needs to be all business but not be a complete robot. Have feelings, be professional, go home. I'm not here to do the whole go about, go out, have your beer or wine or whatever the hell. Honestly, I'd rather go to a concert, but it's not easy in this pandemic. Um, well, gosh, oh my goodness, can you imagine going to a fan sign face to face when things get better? That will be nice. I'll be nervous, though. I'm just being a fan girl at the moment, sorry. Yep. So, signing off now. Thank you for listening.